Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 156 of this podcast. Thank you for joining us as we continue in the Come Follow Me study for this week uh, in our bite-sized episode today. We are continuing into June the 1st and June the 7th um, materials, looking at Alma chapters 5 to 7. We are going to go into a new part of the personal scripture study section today, covering Alma chapter 5, verses 33 to 62. I can gain my own witness of the Saviour and his gospel through the Holy Ghost. Now, to begin with, I want to focus with a couple of verses in Alma 38 and 40, where Alma is now talking about, after he's asked about the change of heart uh, and the things that we need to reflect on each and every day as disciples of Christ, He then reminds us about listening to the voice of the Good Shepherd. In verse 38, he says, Behold, I say unto you that the Good Shepherd doth call you, yea, and in his own name he doth call you, which is the name of Christ. And if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Good Shepherd, to the name by which ye are called, behold, ye are not the sheep of the Good Shepherd. And in verse 40, he says, For I say unto you that whatsoever is good cometh from God, and whatsoever is evil cometh from the devil. Now, We are all um, given many messages in the world today, and we are encouraged to seek to find the the best things, particularly the things that are from the Saviour. The Saviour is active in his reaching out to us. Sometimes we picture the Saviour standing afar off with his arms outstretched, and we have to run to him. And actually, whilst, you know, there is a great, wonderful imagery in that, I would say that he he is beckoning us, he's pleading with us to come back. And in as many cases as he can, he's reaching out himself to us. Of course, we have to reach back to him for that to take effect, for his atonement to take effect in our lives. But I am certain that he is doing everything he can within his power, but yet not removing our agency uh, to call to us. Um, And James E. Faust said this about listening to the the messages that the Saviour gives. Quote, In our day, we are bombarded by messages from many sources, both profane and spiritual. How can we determine the ones that are most vital to us? I suggest that we may look at the source from the messages and the motivation behind them. The Lord has given us a guide through the prophet Alma. We must strive to be worthy so that we do not miss the profound messages that come from God. Ultimately, these messages include the sum total of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Close quote. We have many messages, including the gospel of Jesus Christ, that call out to us and, in- and invite us to change, to repent, to be humble, uh, and to be- and invite the Saviour's loving embrace in our lives. So that he so that we can receive his comfort and protection not that we will be protected from any trials or suffering but he will suffer and sustain and succor us through it and we're going to learn a lot about that in a couple of chapters uh, in fact yeah uh, in a couple of chapters um, but then after he has said all of this Alma then brings it back to why he knows about this which is what we want to run a focus on today in 45 of Alma chapter 5 it says And this is not all. Do you not suppose that I know of these things myself? Behold, I testify unto you that I do know that these things whereof I have spoken are true. And how do you suppose that I know of their surety? Now let's pause here. We know that Alma um, had this experience. We read about it in Mosiah chapter 27. We also get another insight into it in Alma chapter 36. The people at the time, many of them will have known about this. Let's not forget that Alma is teaching in Zarahemla. That is where he grew up. That is where he lived most of his life, as we presume, being the son of the high priest. Uh, This is what is meant to be kind of the main centre of the Nephite nation, the heart of the land. So obviously it's a very important place. Um, So 
the people will have known about Alma. Don't forget, Alma has been the high priest for, for about eight years or so. We'll presume that he wasn't converted just before this happened, but we do know that it was not too far from when it happened from when from his conversion experience, because uh, we know that within a year of the reign of the judges being set up, um, and that Mosiah and his uh, father Alma died. So let's say it's just over a decade since he had his conversion experience, for argument's sake, um, fifteen years, you know, as a maximum perhaps. Um, Alma, the younger. Uh, had this experience, and many people will have known about it, particularly in the land of Zarahemla, for if it's only been about 15 years since ha this since this happened, some may even remember the the terror and the um and the things which Alma and the sons of Mosiah did as they went about rebelling against the church and committing all sorts of sins and and you know bringing some sorrow upon the the people of the church, uh, and so th they will be they will remember this experience that he had because of course. Alma the elder then called as many as he could to then pray and fast for his son when he did see the angel. So they will have known about it. People have spoken about it. Alma will have probably referred to it in some of his teaching as well. And he has been the high priest for eight years. So it is likely that many people will know of or will remember uh, the experience that Alma had with the angel and then the con consequent um, spiritual change and conversion he had in experiencing the Saviour's atonement. So surely they will think, well, he's going to testify that, you know, he knows he knows because he's seen an angel. He's experienced the, the atonement of the Savior so intensely when he was forgiven of the sins that he did. But in verse 46, he says something different. He says, behold, I say unto you, they are made known unto me by the Holy Spirit of God. Behold, I have fasted and prayed many days that I might know of these things of myself. And now I do know of myself that they are true. For the Lord God have made them manifest unto me by his Holy Spirit. And this is the spirit of revelation that is in me. We might wonder at times and think that we have to go through experiences like Alma did to become as strong and as uh, a, a, light, a light to the world as Alma was. And we have to go through what he did to kind of get that strength. But here Alma is saying that he knows of a surety these things, not because an angel rebuked him, not because he experienced the, uh, the sorrow and the pains and the depths of hell in his guilt that he felt, and not because he, at that moment, then received the great and glorious joy and peace that came from being forgiven and receiving a remission of his sins. No, it was when at some other time he fasted and prayed to know these things for himself. That will likely have happened after his conversion, for if it happened before his conversion, he was either sinning against the, uh, the Holy Ghost and you know rebelling against something which he knew to be true, which is possible, I'm sure, uh, but not likely. Um, so whenever it's happened, he at some point has prayed and fasted to know of these things and he has received a witness by the Holy Ghost. And that is a message that we can take away, that no matter what experiences we go through, whether we are suffering or struggling or whether we've had good experiences and uplifting experiences, no matter what, we still need to continually fast and pray to receive revelation to know of these things for ourselves. That is why President Nelson is talking so often about us receiving a personal revelation experience often in our lives today. Uh, in verse 52, uh, Alma talks about how we need to act upon these um, calls because uh, the axe is laid at the root of the tree and every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit will be hewn down and cast into the fire. Uh, there's a bit of an explanation about what that means by D. Ogden Kelly and Andrew C. Skinner about the tree. They say, quote, as with most metaphors in scripture, trees represent people. 
The root of the tree is the essential core, the source and supplier for the body of the tree, which should bear fruit. The fruit represents works of righteousness. If the root be holy, so are the branches. But if the root system becomes corrupted by absorbing poisonous elements from its environment, then the axe is laid at the root of the tree, and it will have to be cut down and cast into the fire. Close quote. So uh, again, a reminder that we should be seeking to draw from the wells of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, if we allow ourselves to draw in other sources that may contaminate that, then the fruit that we bring forth will not be as strong or as fruitful. Uh, and so, you know, what we take in uh, will help us with what we give out to others. And I've certainly seen that in my life where there's been times I've been distracted or focused on other things rather than the gospel. And that isn't to say we should be reading the scriptures every minute of the day, of course. We should make sure that we are drinking regularly from them each day um, so that we can then always have that spirit to be flowing into our lives. The Saviour will always help us. He will seek to overcome um, you know, the barriers that we place between him and us. In verse 59, For what shepherd is there among you, having many sheep that, that doth not watch over them, and the wolves enter not and devour his flock? And behold, if a wolf enter his flock, doth he not drive him out? Yea, and at the last, if he can, he will destroy him. The Saviour is wanting to protect us and keep us safe, so that he may allow or that he will that he may send the spirit more powerfully into our hearts so that we may know of him and of a surety know of the blessings that he has in store for us i'm really grateful for this chapter there is so many great things in there and so and that's why it's taken us three days to get through it this one chapter so i hope you'll continue with us as we go into uh, briefly armor six and then properly armor chapter seven for the last few days i hope you've enjoyed this study uh, i hope that um you, you found something useful from it. Uh, again, uh, I please do rate, uh, review and subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with others that you think may be interested. I'd love to hear from anyone that's got, had any thoughts in their study, whether it's Come Follow Me or something else entirely, or if you wish to be part of a future podcast episode via Zoom that I can record uh, and, sh and just discuss some things we can study together, that'll be fantastic as well. Um, please... Um, you can email via ldsstudysession at gmail.com. And there's, of course, the Facebook group, Church of Jesus, Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, which you can join there as well. Thank you for listening, and until we meet again.